Give it a go. Tomorrow never comes. I don't know how that song actually goes. I did not listen to it. Did you? What song are you talking about? The Garth Brooks song. If tomorrow never comes. No. Is that how it goes? Listen. (laughs) If I had to guess, that's how I would guess that it goes. Um, I did not listen to it. I didn't either. It looked cheesy as hell. I'm not a Garth Brooks e a Garthy a Garth head. <laughs> what they call themselves? A Brooks Brooksite. You're not a Brooks brother. I'm not a Brooks brother. <laughs> that would actually be. Hey Garth. Hey, hey Garth. Garth. Um, we got a suggestion. <laughs> we got a great suggestion for your fan base. Mm-hmm. Or the Garth Brooks fans. We've got a great suggestion for your because I feel like the fans usually name themselves. Like yeah. I don't think Benedict Cumberbatch. Came up with his fans' names. Cumberbitches? The Cumberbitches. Yeah. I don't think he came up with that. Or maybe he did. Did No, I know he didn't because he <laughs> talked about that. But didn't Lady Gaga come up with Little Monsters? Yeah. Well, I think she just kind of called people that. And then they took it and on. And they took that on as like their official thing. Well, either way you guys want to work this. If you want to use Brooks Brothers. Brooks Brothers. Um, even if you're women. It's just like, hey, bro. You know? Y- yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's an endearing, yeah, gender neutral term. It can be. It sure. can be. Sure, we're uh, gonna say it is. <laughs> um, this is Shades of Grey's the Dark and Twisty podcast. I'm Bethany, and I'm Katie. Guys, we have had some technical difficulties tonight. We, uh, yeah, I don't trying know. to figure out. We're not good with the techie stuff. Yeah, we need a Steven. We need a Steven. Yes, we do. Jeff, you know, you know what we're talking about. <laughs> Jeff, we know you're listening. <laughs> Be our Steven. <laughs> Jeff! Um, yeah, we would love to have a Steven. Um, but we don't, so that's okay. And we're we're going to talk about If Tomorrow Never Comes, which is a Garth Brooks song, but it, it is also... It is also episode six. For some reason, I wrote down episode one. Look at that. Oh, you did. It's I not, did. though. It's not. It's episode six. <laughs> There's a I pen know there that. if you want to change it. <laughs> um, yeah, so we had some tech difficulties. Um, I had a busy we, day at work. Yeah, we got a new, we got a second microphone. And that oh. was kind of the whole thing was we were trying to figure out how Listen, to we got two. Too big for our britches. We were trying to be fancy and have two microphones so it was easier for me to edit. And then turns out my computer isn't ready for all that. Yeah. Apparently not. <laughs> so now we're down to one but it's the new one. So oh. if we sound crystal clear and beautiful. Ta-da! I mean we always sound beautiful. But you know. Um, Andrew is, like, working with some power tools in the garage, and then, of course, our pupcaster, Jada, is here, so yeah. perhaps our background noise will be crystal some clear. fun background noises. <laughs> um, I had a busy morning at work, and then went with Tammy and Alondra to get oh, yeah, your my nails. toes done. I, you didn't take a Ooh. triplet picture of your toes for no, me. No, Tammy wasn't into great. it. Yeah, thank you. You should have said that. I requested it. It was you. <laughs> I okay. did. I asked. I, literally. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> we were there and I was like, who wanted to do that? And Alondra was like, I think me. What we did do afterwards. So we went to Texas Roadhouse. It was closed. So we went to, <laughs> <laughs> we went to Carlos O'Kelly's, which yeah. I don't know if that's a chain or if it's a one-off. It's a, I think it's a chain. 
I've never heard of it anywhere else. I, I don't know. I always thought exist. it was a chain because it, it used to be Chi-Chi's. It did used to be Chi-Chi's. And then Carlos O'Kelly's took over that And space. didn't change literally anything. No, except they added like some sort of potatoes to the menu. Sure. like a Like an Irish potatoes because it's like O'Kelly's. O'Kelly's. Yeah. yeah. Um, what we did do was take a picture of our jumbo margaritas, which are three dollars. <laughs> Look at those. Girl. <laughs> hey, can we go there right now and just podcast from Carlos O'Kelly? Well, happy hour is over, so it'd oh. be $6. Then never mind. But. I don't want to pay the extra $3. Also, $3 <laughs> for a queso and guac combo at, during happy hour. FYI. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Hell yeah, girl. We're going to make that happen. Okay, sometime. cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Oh, I got books for my nieces we've already discussed. Yes, um, cute little board books. Super cute. Um, I got one called Baby Loves Aerospace Engineering, and it's like a kid's guide to aerospace engineering, and they had one about, like, thermonuclear physics and, like, I don't know what the fuck, but it yeah. was... I was science. learning. Science. <laughs> it yes. was science, yeah. Um, Taught me things. <laughs> yeah, I, I had my first ocular migraine this morning, which was super <laughs> exciting. Great way to start the day, folks. Very... Exciting. Flashes of light. Yeah. Shit. Just not... Did you... Didn't, didn't get much done. You thought you, like, hurt your eye or something? Well, at first I kind of did, because it, it came on like like you were looking at a bright flash of light, you know, and it kind of stays in your eye for a second. Yeah. And normally it goes away, and it didn't go away, and I thought, oh, maybe I hurt my eyeball somehow. Right. And I didn't. Because it was in both eyes, kind of at the same time. Like, even when I clo- closed my eyes, it would be there, you know. Yeah, dang. So it was, it was a brain thing. It was a migraine. Very cool. My mom gets them, too. So, you know. <laughs> Actually, my mom got them. Genetics <laughs> are so interesting. Um, so, also, anyways, we're here to talk about Chris and Anna. Wait, I still, well, yeah, I'm still yeah, on a thing. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> uh, right now as we're podcasting, the Met Gala is happening. Yes. Um, we just saw that Rihanna was just as a pope. Pope Rihanna. Uh, yes. Queen, Pope, President Rihanna. Um, of our hearts. Of I think our hearts and our minds. All of the stories that I posted today had a Rihanna gif. Nice. Probably. Or a Excellent. lot of them. Yes. Um, we also, this week, learned too much about DJ Khaled's sex life. Yes, you probably did too. That was that dates this podcast because it'll be a few weeks yeah. now before yeah. this one comes out. It helps put it kind of in its time in history. Yes. Um. So maybe he will come forward between now and when this podcast comes out. We're talking about the first thing he said. I don't know if he said anything else since then. That he doesn't like to reciprocate. That he won't reciprocate. Not right. Not that he doesn't like to. Not that it's not his no. preference. That he will not because he's the king and he doesn't and the king has needs and they're not the same as the queen the rules are different yeah what a mess yeah um also hank green who is an author he's also other things he like has like scishow and crash course and stuff like that on youtube and he's just like a general like creator of things but Mm -hmm. he just wrote a book he tweeted um a, a picture of the online etymology dictionary for the word clitoris, and it's at the end. And I already read this to Katie, but it's 
excuse so my um, Italian, I would assume, or maybe Latin. Latin. The anatomist Matteo Ronaldo Colombo, 1516 to 1559, professor at Padua, claimed to have discovered it. De Re Anatomica, 1559, page 243, because I know you're going to go look that up. Oh, yes. Go ahead. He called it Amor Veneris Vel Dulcido, quote, the love or sweetness of Venus. It had been known to women earlier. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. It had. <laughs> they They read that and they were like... Um, yeah, we already knew that was on our bodies. Claim to have discovered it. I just think that's he, so funny. He discovered it. Yeah. <laughs> it's sort of like how Columbus discovered America. And it's yes. like, nope, no, no. Uh, Actually, no. there was people here I for a here really long time. You showed up. You murdered. That's <laughs> not the same. <laughs> it's just not. Um, all that to say, Brooks Brothers, are you... Are you ready? Are you ready to get to it? Yes. Thanks for letting me have my moment. Let's get and into it. Snowball. Yes. Get it. So it's the name of our mic. Yeah, it is a snowball mic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was you're, funny. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so we are open with Meredith's monologue. Yes, a little voiceover about Ben Ben Franklin. <laughs> Which is relevant because he discovered stuff. It all comes yeah. back around. <laughs> well, never leave for tomorrow what you can do today is yeah. kind of the the theme is not putting things off so that, because you don't know what will happen. And then it kind of fits with the title of If Tomorrow Never Comes. Yes. Like, you better do it today kind of a thing. YOLO. It is that also. You only live once. Or do you? Reincarnation. Maybe. Also, we just watched The Good Place. We talked about that last week. Uh, yeah. I just did. Yeah, I, I watched it a long time ago. Um, I watch a lot of TV. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, don't wait on things you could do now. And then uh, Meredith says, like, you know, we put off things because of fear mm-hmm. of failure, of pain, of rejection, of making a decision. Like, there's plenty of reasons people don't do stuff. Mm-hmm. I put things off frequently. I, it's my anxiety though. It's like a, it's Mm. like a, yeah, a symptom of that. Yeah. Is my procrastination or like if if someone messages me or emails me, I usually will have to put it off for a while because I can't handle it in the moment. Yeah. I think that's okay. Like you see, that's what like Marcus on red is for, you know, to be like, Mm -hmm. okay, I'm going to come back to that when I'm ready. Mm -hmm. And when I know I have the energy to deal um, I tend to put things off because I want to do the whole thing. And then I'm like, well, I can't mm. clean every dish and wash every piece of clothes. So I'm just not going to do any of it. Right. It's like, I guess in a way that would be like fear of failure. Um, yeah. But I am. Perfectionism. Uh, getting Are you a secret Virgo? What? What? No. No. Um, but I do get that. I'm, I'm. Getting better at being like, okay, well, I'm just going to do the dishes that are already in the sink, and then that's part of it, and mm-hmm. then whatever, maybe I'll do the rest of it later. And like, good. that's yeah. been really good, yeah. And yeah. like, I'm just going to do one load of wash, and then I'm, that's I, okay. I am not at that point yet, but you go, girl. Thanks, girl. <laughs> yeah, that was my weekend. It actually, it was like a very conscious choice to do mm. not 
not do the whole damn thing, but just do part of it. And right. it, it was very good. Yeah. Or yeah. I raked for like 30 minutes and then my shoulder was like, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> and I was like, me neither. <laughs> me too, fam. Um, yeah. So, so Meredith's like laying awake in the, in her bed. It's like early in the morning. Early in the morning. Her alarm is going off, but she's already awake. It's like, she's already yeah. been thinking about something. Flashback. Well, not on the show, but. For us. For us, this harkens back to the episode beforehand that Bailey had caught her <gasps> yes. and Derek um, McDreamy, but we don't call him that yet, do we? Um, I think it's this episode. Uh, yeah. Is it? Mm-hmm. I don't remember seeing that. Yeah. Um, I completely missed that part. That's amazing. This we'll episode has several milestones yeah. of the yeah. Grey's universe. Totally. Um, seriously. Seriously. <laughs> yeah. It, so yeah. yeah. So she doesn't want to face Bailey. So Bailey had just caught her and McDreamy, presumably the night before or the that weekend. You know, previously. It's, right. Yeah. Because they do wake up the next morning. She has to go to her like trial thing, whatever, with a lawyer. So mm-hmm. I would think it's like. Pretty quickly after that. Yeah. Because so maybe she that says, was like Sunday and the party was Saturday night or something like that. Because when she gets to work, she's like, oh, Bailey's been avoiding me. Like, mm-hmm. some time has passed. So she's not wanting to face that. Um, George. But it's fresh. Is yes. trying to, it's fresh. George is trying to bring her coffee and he can't figure out how to open the door. I'm holding two mugs that are way too full. They're way too full of I coffee. I, he, he just can't. He can't. He spills <laughs> all over his crotch. Can I Hot, tell you fresh so coffee. <laughs> It's it's the most George thing to do. It's V George. V um, George. So at work, I was like getting a bunch of milk out of the cooler downstairs, and I'm short, so I was like reaching up, and there we get like these big glass bottles, and I was getting them down, and they were sitting on my forearm, and they were really cold, and I was like again doing the well. I'm not just going to bring up some. I'm going to bring up all the ones. <laughs> I'm going to do it all. Yeah, and so. <laughs> my coworker Megan comes down the stairs and I'm just like balancing them like against my chest and my arm is getting progressively colder and I look over and I'm like, I, I can't, I can't. <laughs> and she just started laughing. <laughs> but uh, George should have asked for help. He should have not fucking filled those coffee cups so full. Not so full. Or hold... Both of the handles with your one hand rather than trying to... I don't know what I he don't was know, doing. Babe. He was, like, doing a thing. It, it didn't wasn't work out. Good. Or just knock on the door with your free hand. Or with your foot. Or with your foot. Yeah, just kick it. I mean, he had a lot of options. Or call out, like, hey, Meredith, got you some coffee. You know, and yeah. then she can, like, get up. And he he likes her so much, though. And Izzy knows it. And Izzy knows it, of yeah. course. I mean, everyone does. And Izzy's like, wouldn't it be easier to just ask her out? <laughs> yeah. Um, it would be. Yeah. And George really wants to wait for Meredith. Like, they're all going to go to work yeah, together. Yeah, he's very worried that she's going to be late, and we see her again, and she's still awake. Her yeah. alarm is going off a second time. She must have hit snooze. Yeah. I can't do that. No? I I don't know if I've ever hit snooze. Oh, my God. <laughs> what are you, some kind of robot? It's no, amazing. If, if I have my alarm set, I am waking up several hours before my alarm every half hour on the dot. Checking my phone to make sure my alarm is still working. Ooh. That's that's what my... Wow. That sounds stressful. Another symptom of my anxiety. <laughs> Good God. But I'm never late. 
That's nice. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You're not usually late. No, um, I'm usually very early. I've, if I am late for something, it's a very... It's a decided thing. Right. You know? Well, and, like, sometimes something comes up with your kid. Like, when your kids mm-hmm. are little and they mm-hmm. would be like, oh, I just puked all over everything. It's like, okay, right, well, then we're right. going to be late. Yeah. Like, that's... It's out of your control. Yeah. If it's just me that I'm having to deal with, it's like... <laughs> I will be very early. Yeah. Um, so Meredith does get to work. She pulls up right as Derek pulls up, and she opens her car door and goes, crap! Yeah, she's late, but she has a really good parking spot. It's literally right in the it's front. The front row. And he does, too. Yeah. I don't know if she stole someone's, like, designated nice. parking. It's possible. But, I mean... <laughs> Great for her. I just think I that's guess. so funny to like, right when you see somebody be like, crap, crap. And he's like, crap. Yeah. He's just like, oh my God. Like what? <laughs> um, we were just making out, well, doing other things. Yeah. Lots other, of things. Lots of things. Lots of car banging the, <laughs> you know, last time we saw each other. Yeah. Um, so and I thought th- things were okay. I didn't think things were crap. Um, but also, like, if you really aren't looking forward to see somebody, and when they show up right in your face, you go, crap! Like, that's... Yeah. I feel like you hide it better. Yeah. Well, I would hope. Yes. Whatever. Um, Meredith is... She's mm-hmm. on her last straw, though. True. Like, she's very life, stressed. All the time. <laughs> she, she really doesn't want to talk about Bailey having seen them in the car. Um, yes. And then yeah. he... <laughs> Derek goes, if I was a better guy, I'd walk away. And then yeah. it's kind of a weird, like, call you on your bluff sort of a thing. And then um, Meredith doesn't know what she wants. She doesn't know if she wants him to walk away or if she wants him to not walk no. away. It's very confused, like, which is fine. Do you want me to be a better man? Right. Yeah. She's like, I don't really know. Like, it's like, yes. But no, I... Because she likes him the way he is. Right. But she's just having a bad day. Yeah. Yeah. She yeah. she wishes that he was not her boss. Right. Or her boss's boss. But that's not how that's, it is. <laughs> that's what it is. Yeah. She just wishes that extra complication was not there. Exactly. It's making things hard. Because she wants him so banned. Speaking of making things hard. <laughs> and enter a... Random laboratory in the hospital. That's later. No, no. Christina and Burke. Oh. They're in some sort of lab. They are in a lab. It's like a weird, it's like a random, it looks like a lab. It's a lab. There's stuff. Yeah. So, uh, Christina and Burke are putting their pants on. Yep. Burke wants to talk and Christina does not. <laughs> no. She says, thank you. She's, that, that was, uh, definitely worth being late. Yeah. So we know that. Things went well for her. Things went well for her. <laughs> he ain't no DJ Khaled. Oh. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so they're both putting their pants on. Burke, yeah, he he wants he wants to talk. He wants yeah. a relationship. Yeah. Christina's a little more... Like, we just banging. Yeah. That's how Christina sees it. She's thinking with her clit. Um... <laughs> Claims to have been discovered <laughs> by someone. Mateo Lucci, whatever the fuck, yeah. Um, I just um, wanted to mention that Burke often, in most places where you see Burke outside of his hospital garments, uh-huh. um, like in this moment where he's putting his stuff back on, 
he looks like he's one step away from walking into a disco. Like, it's a very... Oh. Sort of 70s disco style clothing. Were they trying to make him, like, into vintage? Or did they do that because he's black? Like... I don't know. Okay. But that's his style. Okay. Like, he, he kind of has the almost afro. Like, if he grew it out another half inch or so, yeah. you'd be like, oh, yeah. That's an afro, um, yeah. But then he always wears, like, stripes and sort of color-coordinated Things that feel very... Like bigger collar kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Or turtlenecks. Interesting. It's... Yeah. It's that sort of 70s Disco. jive dude. Which, you know what? In early 2000s was not a cool look. Like... No. Not <laughs> at all. Think so. It wasn't like throwback to the 70s I, time. I mean, I don't know. I guess you think like Justin Timberlake... Early Justin Timberlake, crunchy, curl hair. Mm-hmm. Like, that sort of boy band style was kind of like that. Like, it was a lot of big collars, yeah. all one color yep. outfits. All I can see right now are, like, oversized, like, sweatsuits that boy bands wore. I think that was a little bit later. It was later. I think this was slightly earlier than that. I And then the other thing I can see is, like, this is 2005. Like, almost like goggles on the head, kind of like, no. Cool guy. Which I'm like, no, he's not just like a boy band. He's not wearing silver. <laughs> no, it's not silver, but it is like one color. I don't yeah. remember what color he's wearing, but it's, I think his shirt was striped or something. I think I'm trying he would to remember. Look, he had layers. Yeah. Yeah. I think he would look really good in like a dark yellow. Like a mustardy kind of a, mm. you know? Yeah. That might have been the color he was wearing. I think it was like tan or something yeah. like that. Camel. Yeah. Okay. I don't Mark remember. Is I could disco. <laughs> he looks like he's almost there. Almost disco. It's like one step removed. Yeah. Yes. Okay, cool. But still professional. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and then we're in the locker room. And then we're in the locker room. That's, I misread my notes and I was like, they're not having sex in the lab. And I was like, no, wait, yes, they are. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So Christina and Christina Meredith, Meredith are in the locker room. Our chit chat. Meredith does not know about Christina's ish or her uh, rendezvous yet, does she? This is when Christina calls him McDreamy. Is it? I completely I really missed down. that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I did not catch that. And then Meredith's the asking, like, it. can they kick me out? And then Christina's like, no. And she's clearly done the research because she's also banging at attending. Yes, which she would do, wouldn't she? She, she would, do would the know all the things before she jumped in. And then Meredith's like, oh, should I end it or not? And Christina tells her to shut up. Yeah, well, <laughs> she, yeah. And then she says, you have a hot doctor that likes to make you open up and say, ah. Oh, that's, God. That's Christina. Jeez. Quoted. Woof. Woo. She has several this episode where it's like, like She's got sex on the brain. I did the brain. not catch that when I was in middle school watching right. this for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think it's fun, like, sexy doctor jokes. Like, hat doctor that make, likes to make you say Oh, my God. Open up and make you say ah. Gross. <laughs> um... But yeah, Christina's like, shut the fuck up. Like, <laughs> I'm trying to figure out my own stuff. Don't go like, no, oh, should I end it? I don't know. Mm. Christina's like, fuck you. Yeah, because <laughs> Christina has virtually the same right situation, but she's coming at it from a very different place. Yeah. But also Burke is coming at it from a very different place from Shepard. Agreed. Yeah, so. totally. <laughs> Although, 
I don't know. They both really like the women that they're dating or having sex with. Yeah, but Shepard is a little bit more like, oh, it's just going to happen. Like, we're... Agreed. I just like you. It's fine. We're yeah. cool. And Burke's like, no, we need to talk about this. What is this? He's a little more insecure about it. Shepard is very secure. <laughs> I Yeah, I get that. I guess what I was thinking is nobody's just there to get their jollies except possibly Christina. Possibly Christine. Well, how Christina wants to be perceived. Yes. Yes. Is that she's just there to, like, get it on. Yeah, totally. Let's get it on. Um, So then the women, Christina and Meredith, are walking together towards Bailey. And they're still talking about their love lives, like, pretty loudly. Like, talking about... (laughs) I I guess no one listens in on conversations when they're walking in this hospital. I guess that's the thing. And then... (laughs) Christina's saying, like, you have the American dream, which is apparently sleeping with a hot doctor. Mm-hmm. And then um, Bailey calls out Christina, but she doesn't acknowledge Meredith. Yeah. She says, <laughs> Christina, you're late. Well, Meredith was too. I know. She totally <laughs> throws her under the bus. Like, because she can't help herself. She just is like, you need to know this too. Not just like, me. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Christina throws her under the bus that Meredith is late too. Um, and then <laughs> all the interns are going to go into Miss Connor's room and, um... Alex well, is, yeah, there's a voiceover going oh. on as they're walking with Meredith again. And she ends um, saying that sort of leaving things up in the air like that is like having a giant tumor or yeah. something like that. Something like way too on the nose. And then they walk into Miss Connor's room and she says something like, oh, you thought it was a metaphor, didn't you? Like yeah. Very talking to the audience. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> So when they're about to go in, Alex is, like, rubbing his hands together like he knows what's coming. And um, Bailey warns them, like, you will not make a face. You will not laugh. Do not laugh. You will not stare. Like, um, she's definitely preparing them, which Mm -hmm. is, I mean, they are new doctors. um, And they have had issues in the past with not being totally professional. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah. And then, yeah, Meredith kind of talks to the audience as you thought that was a metaphor. And then we have the intro. Um, Yeah. And Alex introduces Annie to everybody, including Bailey. And I was like, how did he know her before Bailey did? Like, yeah. Um, he must have been there the night before. Yeah. Like, when she came in. He was on call the night before. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, Bailey tries to correct Alex um, and say, like, we refer to people as Ms. Connors. Yes. And yeah. Alex is like, nope, we're good. Like, and Annie well, steps in. Yes. Annie says that she had asked him to call her Annie because she doesn't want to feel... Because Ms. Connors makes her sound old and fat or yeah. something. And she says, which I am, but I don't but, need to feel that way. Yeah. <laughs> and she's not. She's she's not old. No. no. She's like maybe in her 40s. Maybe. When, she was 43. Yeah, she is? They, okay. they say that several times. Yeah. Okay. Um, and the major fat part of her, or what would be presumed as that, is the Huge it's her tumor, gigantic tumor. Yeah, it's on her side, very large. It's like I think someone says sixty pounds at one point. Yeah, like it's just it's big, it's big. That's like a small one, well, not a small kid. It's a kid. Like it's a big child. It's bigger than Adeline. Yeah, so like seven or eight year old maybe. I don't yeah, know. Um, and Bert comes in, and it's possible like Christina didn't know he would be there. Um, she seems a little bit surprised when he comes in the room. And we find out that Annie's been housebound for a year. Mm-hmm. And then um, Izzy gets put on taking her to the mm-hmm. CT. And then Annie's yeah, like, actually, Burke- could I have Alex? <laughs> yeah. Burke says Izzy first, but she wants Alex because 
he's just so fun to look at. <laughs> Which I feel like they keep pressing on us. Like, Alex is good looking. Yeah. And you're and like, I get it. You're supposed to think he's hot. Like, I think, I think he's fine. Yeah. Like, he, he looks, he doesn't look bad. But I wouldn't be like, oh. Oh my Whoa. gosh. Yeah. What a hot doctor. <laughs> you know, not the way that, like, if Shepard walked in. You'd be like, whoa. I feel like that is a very handsome yes. person. Like, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then, uh, they're kind of talking about Annie and, like, how heavy is it? And, like, they mm-hmm. say, uh, the, all the other interns are like, Alex seemed sincere, but. <laughs> oh, yeah. Izzy, Izzy's really happy because she thinks Alex is being sincere oh with God. all his little flirting. Uh, Izzy's so naive. <laughs> uh, and, <laughs> and I think Meredith says, like, the, the main word is seems. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then Bailey's like, it's going to take a lot of surgeons off the floor to do this surgery. So, um, you know, we're going to have to, like, work yeah, really you're, hard. Yeah, you're going to have to work really hard. So there's going to be a lot going on for those who are not on this case. And then Christina kind of separates herself from the parade of interns and she catches Burke. Yeah. So tells her she wants by. in. She wants in. Um, and he, he's like... <laughs> I thought we weren't talking. It's like, I'm not talking. I was just saying. Yeah. And it's just, it's clear they have very different definitions of talking. Like, yeah. Christina is like, we bang in, but then I'm still an intern. Right. And like, we're not defining the relationship here. I just want to be in on the surgery. Right. This yeah. is a professional, like, I'm asking you. Except she's, she is crossing a professional boundary because she wouldn't ask that in that way of, of anyone else. Right. Yeah. But he, to him, it's like, well, if you want that, then you have to give me us talking yes. about our relationship. XYZ. And she's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> That's not what we're talking about <laughs> I don't want to do that. Um, yeah. And so then Burke kind of gives in and is like, okay, Christina, if you can get a family history, yes. um, I'll put in a good word with Bailey. So he doesn't yeah. promise her, but um, he gives her, like, well, we need this. So. Like, if you do this, then that'll put you in higher standing. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then we see Mr. Harper... Yes, he is unconscious. He had a bypass yep. earlier. Izzy is presenting for this case. Mm-hmm. Um, and she says that they will do a chest x-ray. And it seems like he's doing fine. Like he, it's... Yep, that's what Bailey tells yeah, the patient's wife. It seems dramatic because he is unconscious. He's not awake yet. But but fine. all of his levels seem okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, no and, emergency at the moment. Right. Um, and George and Izzy are coming down the stairs, and George assures Izzy that he does not like Meredith. I know you think I like her, but once again, <laughs> apparently no one walking past them has ears no. in the hallway. Well, I think they just don't care. Yeah. It's like your interns, whatever, you know, is sort of what we're supposed to believe. <laughs> to just suspend the disbelief a little bit. But he cares so much about <laughs> Izzy maybe saying something to Meredith. Because he doesn't want her to know. Because he doesn't like her. No. Look, I don't like her, so just don't say anything yeah. and it's fine. I mean, and like, <laughs> like, I like her because she's my friend, but I don't like her like her. Yeah. Oh, George. Oh, George. Um, <laughs> and then we're with Mr. Lavangi, and I wrote... Whoa! It's the first time Bailey, Meredith, and Derek are in a room that we know of that we've yes. seen. Yeah. So Derek is already in there. We're meeting Mister Lavangi, who has extreme Parkinson's mm-hmm. disease, um, and he is there to address his spinal pain, not the Parkinson's in particular. Because right, I think Derek asks Izzy what the 
George presents. Yeah. He presents the, the case. That um, he has dyskinesia, which is the uncontrollable muscle movements that comes yes. from Parkinson's. Or can. I think it can be its own thing, too. Yeah. And then, yeah, Derek's like, what are possible treatments for spinal pain? Um, and Izzy goes into possible treatments of Parkinson's. Yes. Like the the deep brain stimulization. Is that what they call um, it? Deep brain stimulizing or... Yeah. Know, yeah. Deep brain stimulus. DBS. Yeah. Um, and he's like, no, the spinal pain specifically because Mr. Levangie does not want to address... Well, he doesn't want to dive into brain... Brain issue. stuff. Yeah. Brain stuff. He's, and then Izzy yeah. doesn't know, um, but Meredith jumps in and... Um, yes, because Derek kind of looks her in the eye like, you know this. <laughs> yeah. I know you know this. So then she gets the case and Bailey is not happy about that. Ooh, yeah, and he does kind of favor her. It's like she she did know the answer. She did. And she is good. Yep. But the way he's looking at her, he's favoring. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, and I mean, we've yeah. seen other times where, you know, somebody doesn't know the answer and then the person that knows it gets it, but yep. it is like kind of a because Bailey knows that backstory because we know the backstory. Mm-hmm. It does, it's it's more. Yeah, than, it's more, and the way he looks at her, it's intense. Uh, yeah, I don't know if anybody <laughs> else would know that, but uh, yeah. And um, <laughs> just extra side note: Izzy is wearing this clear, sort of frosted blue clippy in her hair. Excellent. Yes. Wonderful. Great choice. Um, so then <laughs> Bailey kind of corners Derek in the elevator. Yeah. She kind of tells the interns to make themselves busy while she, and she'll be right back. And yeah, she follows him to the elevator and he's kind of being cheeky. He calls her Miranda and Bailey's not having any of it. She's like, you think you're charming. <laughs> like you think you're hot yeah. shit. Like yeah. first he tries to charm her. Yes. Like and that's then when that work. doesn't work, he's trying to pull the boss card. Like I am your boss actually. Mm. And that doesn't yeah. work either. Yep. And Bailey just like shuts him down. Bailey's amazing. She doesn't yeah. want to. She doesn't want him to play favorites. And um, he's yeah. like, I don't favor her. She's good. And Bailey goes, I'm sure she is. Which yeah. is like, oh, I talk can't, about that's, sex. <laughs> it's not the point, though. Oh, I'm sure she yeah. is. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, the the pulling the I'm your boss card is. I wrote, such a fun card to play. Like, what a so shitty fun. thing to do. And then, um, it's just, you know, he's like, you don't scare me. Like, yeah. and, uh, no, no, no. He doesn't say it. She says it. Yeah. yeah. Bailey's like, you don't scare me. And it's true. You can tell. Yeah. Yeah. No, of course he doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, Bailey gets the last word and kind of leaves him alone mm-hmm. in the elevator, which is good. Yeah. Um, um, when they were walking into the elevator, I did have one little thing. Yeah. Was that the first lady out of the elevator. Yeah. I think she's a nurse. She just looks really happy. Like, she Aww. just looks like she's super excited about whatever she's doing. She's, like, going somewhere. Nice. Like, I've got something to do. And Cute. Gonna go do something happy. <laughs> kind of skips out of the elevator. <laughs> I'll have to watch that. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so a little... little confrontation in the elevator we always love a good elevator time so much elevator time they didn't kiss this time though no kissing no kissing in this because bailey is not impressed no his charm does not work on her i just yeah he like tries to charm and then is like oh i'm your boss (laughs) (laughs) he whips that card out so fast um but it doesn't work (laughs) doesn't work 
No. Um, so then Alex is taking Annie into the CT. Yep. Yeah, he's he's being really nice. He's telling her he's going to be right there. Yep. And there's a microphone. It'll be fine so she can say anything. He's kind of walking back into the the viewing room. I don't know. It's like where they have the computers that look at the CT. Yeah. Um, so to, like, run the it. The computer guy... Looking and, at the CT stuff, and Alex is looking at his pager because his pager's out of battery, and yep, asking if he has an extra battery, and the guy doesn't even respond to that. He's just so amazed with the <laughs> giant tumor. <laughs> I think it's kind of like you know that guy's in his own world, looking at the CT, being it's like, like oh, "Oh my god, like, so big!" Um, um, they are like, "Oh my god, how could she let it get that big?" And, and yeah, Alex is like, "Well, Alex- she's just." Oh, sick, like warped, you know? Alex is so gross. Like, he, he's oh, just a whole lot of nasty. And the the other guy is trying to be like, oh, well, poor her, you know? Yeah. He's trying to be empathetic. And Alex yeah, is like, just, no. Like, no, she's, she's sick. sick. She's like warped. I don't know how she lives with herself. Right. And she can hear the whole thing. She can hear the whole thing. Hey, that microphone goes both ways, Alex. What a fucking dumbass. <laughs> Never talk shit about people like that. Like, no. Also, all right, we have our microphone plugged in before we hit record. And right. I was talking about something and I had a moment of like, ooh, what if this gets recorded? And then I was like, you know what, though? I, I'm not super confrontational with people. I wouldn't love to say that to their face. But if they happen to hear it, I'd be like, yeah, I said that. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Versus this is like just meanness. And, like, Ooh, yeah. judgment and, like, garbage and, um... Yeah, it's just Alex being Alex. Just Alex being Alex. And it just sucks because he's being so fake with her. Oh, so fake nice yeah. just to get this case. Yeah. And, and, then, and because he likes the attention. Yeah. He likes to have women want him. Yeah. And... Ugh. Have you ugh. ever had a CT? Mm, no. I did. And I had an MRI, but... Um, I feel like the MRI is much louder and for a longer time. CT mm. isn't as long. Um, and it's scary. Like, you're yeah. in a tube and you're like, like whoosh, whoosh, I'm not allowed whoosh. to move. Like, it's kind of scary. And, like, you know if you move, they're going to have to do it again. And <laughs> you're like, everything itches. I need to scratch that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, I will say, if you ever have to do one of those, um, you bring, like, a beanie baby or something um oh. like a weighted eye mask you know like the kind you can like put mm. over your face when you sleep but something yeah. with a little weight to it yeah um because something about that is like very calming yeah um, they yeah. sometimes have them there but um yeah would recommend it was okay. nice yeah thanks for that recommendation you're welcome if i ever need a ct i'll i'll never have a, a beanie CT. baby <laughs> i've had a giant needle stuck into my pregnant belly before though that was that was oh, fun. God. And you had it in your spine. I've had one in my spine. Yeah. I've you had, had a couple multiple. in my spine. Yeah. <laughs> that girl tried so many Slight, fucking times. Slightly smaller needle for that. <laughs> um, sorry for a different pregnant patient. Um, so, yeah. um, Annie's mom is talking to Christina. Um, yes. Christina is getting the history in the waiting room. Um, her mom is so cute. Annie's mom. Oh, She's just so sweet. And yeah, at first we thought she was putting on weight and Annie was too scared to go into the doctor. Yeah. 
And then she called 911 because Annie was having trouble breathing because it was compressing her diaphragm. Yeah. Um, like, that was the final tipping point. And Christina is super judgmental. <sighs> yeah. And she's like, the right thing to do would have been to call a year ago. Because the, her mom was the one that pushed Annie to finally go. Yeah. It just sucked. Like, I don't know how Christina gets to be so mean with patients. Yeah. Like, yeah. It was no. bad. I didn't like that. It was it was too much. It it was not helpful and it was not professional. No. Yeah. Maybe she should have called a year before, but Annie was really scared and it kinda it builds on itself. Because it at the does. time it was like, Oh, it's not that bad. And then it gets a little worse and it's like well, you're it's like not that bad. And then when it is too late, you're like, shit, it was actually too late a month ago. Yeah. And now it's a month later. And then you keep doing that. And you're like, yep. I should have gone two months ago. It's too late now. Yeah. It's too late now. And it's just, you know, to say like, well, you should have done something a year ago. It's and like, for the that's mom not helpful. Of a 43-year-old woman to be the one to make that decision. Like, yeah. no, that isn't her decision to make. She couldn't do that. Right. You know? And the, the fact that the mom ultimately had to be the one to say we're doing this, like, she did have to take back over that mom role yes. when that wouldn't really be appropriate, you know, unless Annie was really, really scared. Right. Um, so, yeah. yeah. It just was... <sighs> Christina. Oh, Christina! Come on. So, yeah. then Meredith is with um, Mr. Lavangi and... Mm-hmm. Um, yep, and then she finishes checking him out. She's walking out the door, and his daughter... Did you... Get his daughter's name. I don't know that I don't she know has a name. Say, I love her, though. Yeah. I, I think she's so beautiful. Yeah. Like, she's just so pretty. I like the way she talks, like, kind of mumbles. And just, <laughs> she's just cool. Yeah, like, I like her, like too. She seems like a cool lady. Yeah, so she she says that, well, I think my dad likes you because he's always liked skinny blondes. <laughs> and then she's like, was that rude? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true. <laughs> um... And the daughter wants Meredith to talk to her dad about brain surgery because he doesn't have any quality of life right now. Yeah, his quality of life is just zero. He's shaking all the time. And she's getting married soon. And she she does want her dad to walk her down the aisle. That's like a dream. Yeah, that's like what you always picture when you picture a wedding. Like... Um, and then Meredith is, like, really sympathetic about knowing about a parent's health deteriorating. Yes. Because the daughter's like, you don't know what it's like. Like, I'm sure you can't. And Meredith's like, I kind of do. Yeah. Because Parkinson's kind of leads to dementia or it ends in sort of a... They're both degenerative brain disorders that happen a lot in elderly people. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So it is, like, and his tremors are so bad, he, like can't control his hands or his arms or his body really he doesn't have any walk much yeah yeah he doesn't have any like control over his own body Mm -hmm. um and which makes him irritable it's possible he was already cranky before but it makes him very (laughs) irritable he does seem like kind of the cranky guy but before when all the interns come in he says welcome to hell kids yeah (laughs) it's just like this is like his hell it's yeah. awful. Um, and Ugh. then she offers to try and help. Um, Meredith is yes. like, okay, I'll try and talk to him. So, yep. Um, did you ever see that thing for that spoon that was like weighted? So there's this spoon that has like a motor on the end, basically. Oh, like counteracts the the, the shaking. Tremor. Yes. Yeah. So that you can like use a spoon even if your hand is shaking. Yeah, um, I have seen that. Yeah. I can't remember what it's called, but mm-hmm. it's kind of a cool. Um, thing and it you know just yeah. perfectly still it, but it's a neat idea. It helps for people that have tremors. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Just to so. serve that counterbalance. Yeah. So now we're in an x-ray room with Burke and Shepard and Bailey. And they're talking about, they're trying to figure out how to approach the, the tumor yep. dissection. They're strategizing for Annie's surgery. And they're like, do we do spinal? Do we do the heart? Do we do the front and then flipper? Um, and then there's kind of a question of like, do you think she really wants to live? Yeah. Bailey's the one to really bring it out into the open like let's just talk about this do you really think yeah and then bailey's like i don't see her as stupid i don't see her as scared like she doesn't seem scared no because she was joking she was very self-deprecating yeah yeah and then they say like there's not really a great chance of her surviving the surgery but it's worth a try slightly more than if they didn't have the surgery yeah which is shitty it's like there's not a good yeah. option. Um, yeah, I think Burke says she's 43, so we it's worth it to try. Yeah, because yeah. she could have some good life ahead of her. Mm-hmm. So, um, Dr. Moretti, 4672. Dr. Moretti. <laughs> that was on the yeah, on overhead. The yeah. yeah. Um, so, Meredith is waiting kind of outside the patient's room to talk to Derek. Um, yeah, about Mr. Lavanchi as he's walking. Um, Bailey stands there and listens to them. Um, yeah, so Derek, of course, speaks super harshly and like <laughs> it's deep brain surgery, is what yeah. it is. It is deep brain stimulation, but that's yeah. what DBS is. Okay. And um, Meredith is like trying to ask, like, is he eligible for that? And Derek is like, yeah, he's a candidate, but he doesn't want to, so don't push him. And um. Derek is, while he's, like, giving her this spiel, he looks over at Bailey. Yeah. Like, he, like, looks straight at Bailey to be like, look, I'm not favoring her. I'm not favoring her. I'm being really mean now. So, of course, I don't like her. And then he (laughs) fucking kicks Meredith off the surgery. I know. Even though it was her, like, patient. And, um. Yeah. I don't know. It just is really shitty. It's just, like, too far in the other direction. It's too far. But Bailey seems to be okay with it. And then Derek is, like. You know, they call you the Nazi. Like, that's <laughs> yeah, all he has leaves, of, yeah. like, a retort. Um, you know, they call you the Nazi, right? He's really not very She's good like, at comebacks. Yeah, I've heard that. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I don't fucking care. <laughs> I can't, yeah. Um, so then Burke talks to Annie about the surgery. Yep. Telling her oh, the sorry. risks and... Yeah. The mom, Annie, Annie just seems like she's kind of given up. Like, yeah. she's, she's over it. Because of what Alex said and what she heard. Yep. Yeah. And um, she knows, like, how she's being seen. It was, like, always her suspicion. But yeah. then it's really true. And and her mom's, like, tucking in her bedspread. Yeah. And, and then the mom is, like, she will have the surgery. Yeah. And um, Annie's condition for doing it is that she doesn't want Alex there. Yep. And I was, like, hell yeah. You yeah. get to decide. Like, if somebody right. makes you uncomfortable, they do not have to be there. Like, yeah. You get to kick people out of your own fucking surgery. It blindsided him, though. He was very confused. And then she was like, that's how I live with myself. Ba-bam! And then he kind of knows, like, oh, shit, she totally hurt us. Yeah. But, yeah, he did. He, yeah. he got blindsided by that, which is fine because he deserved it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Burke, <laughs> so, and, Burke and Alex are walking out. What did you do? Yeah. And he's like, what the hell did you do? And then... uh Fucking Alex is like, I don't know, maybe the mic was on. You dummy, of course it fucking was. Of course it was on. And then Burke knows the stats about the likelihood of being sued if you've offended the patient. That was his first, like, go-to, which I thought was really interesting. It is interesting. of his... 
personality. It says something about Burke. It says something that maybe he's had this conversation before with a lawyer from the hospital. Ah, maybe that's what he I thought. Had, he had those issues before because he is that he insulted a patient. He's sort of pompous. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And um, I think that's a re- you know it's just like how the chief was coming at it with the towel mm-hmm. is in the lungs is like we got to come at it from a legal perspective from a PR perspective from mm-hmm. a whatever and so like that's how Burke comes at it with Alex which I think is very wise instead of like you hurt her feelings it's like yeah yeah you did but you're gonna get your ass sued yeah so yeah. Yeah. um and then Christina comes up with the the history details oh, and I got one called, more thing before oh, that. yeah um so Alex like doesn't take responsibility um and he's like I never would have said that. I didn't realize she could hear me. The mic shouldn't have been on. It's just like anything to... To deflect. Yeah. To deflect and not have it be his fucking fault. Like... No, Alex. You're just a shitty person. And then in he your gets, heart. In your heart. Your heart is dark and sad and twisty. Um, and he gets banned from the OR all week. Mm-hmm. So, um, what, Christina comes up. Yeah, Christina comes up, and she's giving the history, and she has not seen this whole uh, <laughs> interaction between Alex and Burke. And, right. And she's like, uh, and she calls the she calls Annie fatally lazy. Yeah. Which is, whew. <laughs> and Alex is like, uh, hello. Hello. <laughs> yeah. Um, why doesn't she get banned? And yeah. then, um. But Burke just kind of walks away. Well, he grabs George. <laughs> And it's like, yeah. you prep the patient. Like, yep. you know. And yeah, then, you're scrubbing in with Christina. But yeah, Alex is mad. He feels like that's not fair that Christina no. gets to be on it and he doesn't after she said that. But also, they're well out of earshot of the patient. So that's something. It is different. And yes. also, she's fucking Burke. So yeah. that's yeah. maybe a little different. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So George is in with Annie and he's prepping her. Mm-hmm. She still seems really just out of it like she's yeah. she's done with it all she tells george she doesn't really have to be nice to her and that she doesn't feel like she deserves any sympathy yeah and then george is like why did you let it get that bad yeah, like he kind of takes that why moment. did you let it yeah. get that bad and um they kind of share a moment over calling it the elephant in the room yeah he <laughs> the elephant in the room sort of as a a play yeah he kind of tripped over his wording there yeah he didn't like mean to say like, it oh ugh. And then she calls it something else. She's a giant like, sow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's more of a giant sow, don't you think? Yeah. Yeah. They kind of have a little chuckle about that because he's just better yeah. at it. Yeah. He's able to be a straight shooter, but also come yeah. at it with some sort of empathy. Yes. Whereas Alex thought that was all having fake. the good bedside manner yeah. was just being nice and silly and fake and flirtatious. Flirty. Yeah. Yeah. But then he wasn't really addressing the issue. There's no integrity there. There's no genuineness with Alex. Mm-hmm. And, and George truly does have it. And so, um, and then she's like, I understand, you know, kind of Annie's reason is every time she went to the hospital, someone died. Yeah. It's like her grandparents. Um, was it her dad? Her. Like her friend's her mom. Her best friend's mom. Her baby sister. It was just everyone had died when she'd gone to the hospital, so she put it off because yeah. she was scared somewhere in the back of her mind. Yeah. It might not have been in the forefront, like, oh, I'm scared to go to the doctor. It was like... But it's a thought. I don't want to. Do you know that was a storyline on Friends? Phoebe didn't want to go to the dentist because every time she went to the dentist, someone died. Oh. <laughs> 
And then she's like, just... I mean, that's that makes more sense because the dentist, someone dying at the dentist is a little scarier. <laughs> no, like, she was in the chair and someone in her life died. Oh, okay. That, yeah, no. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> sure, she was, like, sure. superstitious. And just someone died, yeah. And so she's like, be careful. Watch out for anything you could fall into or onto. Like, she's just, <laughs> like, warning everybody. Um, but, right, what Annie is saying is all these other people went to the hospital and never came out. Yeah. Um, and then George is trying to sympathize. He's like, dude, I put stuff off, too. Like, um, I love my roommate. <laughs> I've had a thing for my roommate since day one. He looks like instantly steals it. It's like with um, Mackie. It's like he can't really keep it to himself. He just no, tells he people. Can't. He Anyone that's going to talk to Meredith, he's like, no, 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 I don't I don't like her. But anyone who he doesn't think wants <laughs> And so we get another milestone in, yes. the, in the Grey's universe, where she's like, seriously, you're going to equate your pathetic love life with, with a <laughs> record-breaking tumor? Yeah. Seriously. Seriously. So it's like the two seriously. I feel like we had another seriously earlier. It was something was going on, and Christina was like, seriously? Yeah. But she it was, was just, asking. It yeah. wasn't a declaration. Yeah. But it was just one. Yeah. It was just one seriously. But it was like the capping of the two. The double seriously. 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 That is a grayism. Yeah. That is totally. Very iconic. I love when it comes up. It's so fun. Seriously? <laughs> seriously. I love that this is the first one. Yeah. Too. It's good. I like that it's Annie. Yeah. Seriously. Um, Christina S- Meredith. The, Christina and Meredith are having some fun. They're on their way to lunch. They're talking. Meredith is talking about Shepard again. She's um, really not happy that he's being she's like, like no, we're going we're gonna to end it. <laughs> and then Christina. Did you write down her quote also? <sighs> Go just, ahead. Just because Shepard munches your cookies. Doesn't mean you don't deserve what you worked for. Ah! <laughs> okay. Let's break that down a little bit. First of all. Munched your cookies is a disgusting phrase for oral sex. (laughs) Or any kind of pleasure among two grown-ups. It's so gross. It makes you think of, like, crumbs. Makes me think of Cookie Monster. That's not sexy. Nom, 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 nom. Yeah. Also, (laughs) I don't know if you remember this from The Office when Dwight and Angela were, like, secretly hooking up right at the beginning. Uh Uh-huh. They were in in the kitchen one time and Ryan was there and she was like, fine but no cookie. And Dwight goes, what if I'm hungry? And she goes, no cookie. Like that was their code word. (laughs) And this just made me think of it. And it's not what Christina was talking about, but it's like the only other time I've heard that used as a term for sex. I mean, maybe it was the same thing that she was talking about. No, what I mean is Christina wasn't referencing the office. No. (laughs) I mean, maybe Angela was referencing what Christina was referencing. Yes, it's punching, Munching the cookies. Um, But once again, he ain't no DJ Khaled. Ain't no king to me. Um, Here's the other thing. I do, even though that's disgusting, really like what she says. Mm -hmm. It's like, just because you're sleeping together doesn't mean you don't deserve what you worked for. Right. Which is how she feels about the whole thing. Like That's That's how how she feels about herself, too. Yeah, exactly. That's how she has been approaching this situation with Burke. Totally. She's like, no, I want in. Like, what do I need to do to do that? Like, yes, I am also having sex with a person, but I also am hardworking human. Right. Yeah. And um, Meredith is like, he's really making me look bad. Like, um, 
And Christina totally isn't buying that Meredith is going to end it. Right. Which is right. She's she's correct. Because she's been saying it all day and it's not (laughs) happening. (laughs) Well, because she's so fucking wishy-washy. She's just like, yeah. yeah. She's like, no, I'm going to end it. No, I I am. I'm going to do it. Yeah, I'm going to do it. Um, Alex comes up and Izzy comes up. Alex is still, Alex is mad at Christina because, <laughs> because she, she got into the surgery and he, he says something like, oh, Burke, you just got it because Burke wants to get into your scrubs. It's like, hey, it's you know it literally right on the nose. That right was just on the nose. so, Burke just wants also, to get into your scrubs. She let him. Yeah. But maybe he does want to get into his... I mean, he did before. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Alex, you're late. You're late to the game. But you it's so funny yeah. that he, like, thinks he's predicting it, and <laughs> it's like, that's already yeah. going on. Or he's just making a inflammatory statement. Yeah. Like, he's yeah. he's trying to get a rise out of her. Yeah. But it's true. Yeah. <laughs> and then George joins in, and Alex is like, oh, I'm drowning in estrogen over here. And it's just like, then don't fucking sit there. Gross. You yeah. don't have they, to sit with women. They didn't want him to sit there. Yeah, Christina was like, go away. No. Yeah, like, Christina she was <laughs> joking about stabbing him with a fork. And, yeah. Yeah. Um, sort of. Yeah. Um, so. And then Meredith is complaining about Shepard. Yeah. But is he's he an like, asshole. Is he's like, really? I think he's kind of great. And I thought, that's kind of weird because they haven't had a ton of interaction. No. But, and like, she got passed over earlier. But that's, it was that's fair. Kind of why, though. though, I think she thinks he's great is because they haven't had much interaction. She's fair. kind of like, oh, he's just this benevolent, nice yeah. guy that's. Yeah. And she also thought, thinks that Alex is sincere at this point. So, fair. Um, <laughs> that's um, the difference. Um, and that makes George really happy that Meredith calls him an asshole. <laughs> yeah. And then. Um, yeah. Oh, God. The Everybody's, thing. like, rolling their eyes. Can't believe how bad George is. <laughs> yeah, George. Bad, bad days are... What does he say? Bad days are bad. Bad days are bad. Um, <laughs> we should get a drink and talk like about it. You, or You drink alcohol. Um, we we can all drink alcohol. <laughs> and then he, like, yeah, he, like, quickly turns it into a group date. And it's like, yeah. we can all drink alcohol. And Meredith's kind of smiling... Like, uh-huh, uh-huh, but she's really just thinking about what she's about to do. Yeah. And run to go talk to Shepard. Like, yep. she's, she's, she's totally not paying not attention at picking all. it up. And, um, her pager goes off, so Meredith leaves. And then there's kind of a, dude. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> and Christina laughs, and then Izzy kind of rubs George's shoulder. Like, yeah. It's okay. Like, yeah. yeah. Poor honey. <laughs> honey. <laughs> yeah. Alex does the, like, Come on. And Christina just laughs. And then Izzy is comforting, which is kind of each of them, you know? Yes. Yeah. And George doing something really stupid in front of Meredith. (laughs) Oh, George. Oh, George. Um, So then we see Derek asking about Mr. Levandy's back. Yes. He's visiting Mr. Levandy. And then Meredith kind of peeks her head in because she was paged. Right. Here's who paged her. Yep. Um, And she's like, she's kind of hostile a little bit. But she's like, I was paged. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and Derek doesn't acknowledge her, and he just turns to Mr. Levangi and is bringing up the brain probe. Yep. As soon as she comes in, he's like, starts kind of pitching the DVS, but Mm -hmm. Mr. Levangi is not happy, because all surgeons ever want to do is cut, and... He just wants to be left alone. Yeah. And then his daughter is getting very upset, even though she's trying to help, and then Mr. Levangi kind of explodes, and is like, why in hell can't she drop it? Like... Yeah. He's very upset. Yeah, he doesn't understand. She walks out upset. Um, and Meredith's like, 
It is her life. Yeah. But it's her life, too. Yeah. And all she wants for him is to try. Yeah. Yeah. And so she she kind of puts it in a different way. Yeah. Because he's definitely looking at it from only one perspective of, like, mm-hmm. surgeons just want to cut me up. And Meredith is like, no, there's other pieces at play here. Like, we could yeah. actually do some yeah. good for you. Yeah. Um, hang on. And your daughter would like that. <laughs> right, right. Jada's back! Back to her post. Jaylee lady. So, um, then we see the scrub room before Annie's surgery. Um, Bailey, George, Christina, Burke, and Shepard. Um, and it's going to be a 14-hour yep. surgery. Yes. Is there guess? Yeah, they're scrubbing in. George and Christina are kind of excited about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and <laughs> Bailey's... Bailey immediately sort of cuts down that excitement. Like she, she is not. <laughs> YouTube and working out. Yeah. <laughs> and, and George, his response. Sometimes I jog. Oh my god, George. <laughs> Sometimes I jog. Um, I try to. I try to. What does he say? Take the stairs or something? Yeah. Like walk. <laughs> I try to walk further. Like, <laughs> like park George. Park. George, that's not. Oh, God. That's not what she's talking about. And then... Uh, they're going to have to be holding the tumor... Yeah. ...for 14 hours. Imagine yeah. that. Like, holding the 16 pounds... Or just, 60 pounds. Just holding. Just holding Not anything. moving. Like, Yeah, holding can't... it still so that the surgeons can do their work. Yeah. Crazy. Um, so then Meredith pops in and um, is yeah. like... Hey, Mr. Levangi will do the deep brain surgery today. Yes, he agreed to DBS. Um, and so Shepard's going to loop back around to Annie's surgery, but yeah. Um, yeah, Bailey Bert, is not Bert happy. Says there's plenty of time. And yeah. um, Meredith comes in to talk to Bailey and yeah, says, she like, chooses this moment to kind of confront her about it. To, yeah, and she's like, hey, I did not know he was my boss. And Bailey's like, I don't care. That <laughs> like, is not what. Is my issue with it. Right. Like, that's not the problem I have with it. Yeah. It's her it's problem. how it affects my day. Right. How it affects the other people that I have to deal with. Yep. She's like, this is the problem. Is yeah. that it's, we're talking about your sex life during my day. Yeah. I don't want to do it. This conversation right here. Yeah. It Anything affects my day. that is going to change things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so she says, like, we're understood. Like, that's it. Meredith yep. doesn't really get to say anything else about it. Nope. She just has to deal with it. Yeah. And Bailey's not wrong. No, it's no. Not at all. Not at all. If, like, I think about, you know, if people at my work were like, I can't work with so-and-so because we slept together and then blah. It's like, okay, I'm not changing things for you. Like, no. figure your own shit out. Like, be a grown-up and deal. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Bailey's wearing giant diamond earrings. Very glamorous. Oh. It's where I kind of I kind of noted, that. like, Bailey, her style outside of work is very glam. Like, yeah. she, she likes shiny and fancy, bright. Totally. Very glamorous. Nice. Yeah. They're um, huge. They're giant. Oh, gosh. Earrings. I totally missed those. Yeah. Huh. Um, and then we see B-roll of Fairy Boat real quick. I just tossed that in there. <laughs> um, of course we do. <laughs> so much Fairy Boat. And then there is um, Alex and Izzy um, They're in walking, the hallway. Yeah, Alex is fussing about everything. He's just so whiny. He wants to scrub in any camp, but Izzy's, Izzy's like a little bit over it. You know what? We get to run the floor together. Like that's yeah, good. They have to deal with all the extra stuff that everyone else yeah. isn't able to deal with. 
Um, and then immediately Alex gets puked on. No, 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 no. Because no. he says, oh, want to do it in the stairwell? He like, oh, offered, he, like propositions her. Yeah. And then this patient pukes on Alex's crotch. <laughs> So he does get puked on, but not before, you know. Yeah, um, no, it's the best. It's it's karma is what I, I wrote, wrote down. Amazing, incredible, well done, karma. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, like right after he says something disgusting. Yeah, to his coworker, just immediately puke. Incredible. It's yeah. And then Izzy kind of pats that guy, and he's like, "You are my favorite my person. Favorite person today." <laughs> <laughs> and she says that she'll page him. Yeah. Um, cause Alex wants to go change. Cause he got puked on. Cause he got puked on. And she'll page him, um, when she needs help. Cause it's going to be a lot of stuff. Yeah. And then just briefly, we see, um, Annie's surgery and George is really tired. <laughs> yep. George and Christina are having trouble. Yeah. It's a lot. It's, it's a, a lot. Heavy, heavy tumor. Um, and then Izzy is talking to Mrs. Harper, so... Yeah, um, showing her the x-rays. The guy that had heart surgery earlier and was doing fine. Um, yeah. and She's then, talking quickly. Mrs. Harper seems anxious about it. Distracted. She's very nervous. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um... She wants to talk about, like, how the heart attack happened, but yeah. Izzy is, like, getting called making somewhere. Waffles. Yeah. yeah, Nurse Tyler walks by and is like, oh, you got to go do this. And then there's her pager goes off and there's a bunch yep. of different things going on. And So Izzy really wants to talk to her is what it feels like, but she just doesn't yeah. have the luxury of time. That's because that's what Izzy is good at. That's what Izzy likes to do is sort of be the person. To listen. That, and Yeah, listen to the patient's family or the patient and have them lean on her. Yeah. That's her thing, but she's not able to do that because she has to deal with all these things. Right. And Alex is not an answering his page. Yeah, he's in the locker room. He kind of scares off another doctor. Uh, he, I think he, like, oogles at a woman or something. Well, she kind of checks him out. Yeah. And then he says something to her. Like, he calls her out on it. Yeah. And it's gross. And then... And she's, like, out of there. Yeah. <laughs> but then, yeah, his pager is out of battery. We yep. see that. Um, Pager's battery is dead. And then we're in Mr. Levangie's surgery. Um, he's talking to Blondie, who's Meredith. Yep, he calls her Blondie, and she walks up where she can. he can see her and holds his hands. Yep. Which are shaking very violently. And so he's in, um, I think it's called a halo, like a stabilizer for his yeah. head. But I was thinking, like, you have to be so meticulous. Like, his whole body is in tremors. Yeah. How can you possibly be doing such it's delicate crazy. surgery? It's crazy. Um so then Izzy is checking out a patient, and she gets paged, and she gets called by Nurse Tyler. She's so and, busy. Where's Alex? Yeah. And then so many things. Nurse Tyler's like, I'm going on my break. I already paged <laughs> um, Alex. And she you goes. You already did it. Yeah, again? Yeah. She's like, <laughs> again. <laughs> like, yeah. Please. Uh, yeah. So then Alex. And there's Alex in the observation room. Yeah. He goes up for the observation room for um, Annie's surgery. And the surgery's already been going on for eight hours. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And then they say that her artery is as thick as a thumb. And I looked it up. They're usually 10 millimeters. Okay. Which is apparently not as thick as a thumb. I don't really know what 10 millimeters looks like, but um, not as thick as a thumb. Probably, like, a small amount of a thumb? I would think. I don't know. Just less than it. Which direction of the the thumb are you talking about? I would think it's the width, like, across the pad of your thumb. Yeah. 
So, so, so important. Science. Um, <laughs> so the tumor is taking a lot of her blood and um, George yeah. like stretched or yeah, something. Yeah, they say that the, stum- the tumor is feeding on her th- on her blood. <laughs> so she's, they're going through blood faster than they thought. George kind of slips because yeah. he was trying to do something. Um, and he says, I had a bitch. Yeah, he like knocks into Burke. He was trying to itch. And Burke goes, damn it, O'Malley. <laughs> Which is just very Burke. Yes. <laughs> um, That's their their relationship in a nutshell. Yeah. But they still love each other. On screen. On screen. Um, so Mr. Levangie is in the procedure room. We're back there. The surgical nurse, I think, uh, wants him to mimic her hand motions. Yeah, she's kind of impatient about it, too. Did you note that? Like She she's, is. She's like, she's try again. Like, yeah, she needs to have a little more patience with the Parkinson's patient because it's literally isn't able to do that. not his fault because they haven't hit the right spot yet like right and um and so Meredith is being really good about being like okay when we hit the right spot you'll know it yep yeah and um to turn his hands over sort of clap it yeah like put his palm forwards. to his palm and then the back of his hand to his palm and um it's kind of a test to see like if they've got mm-hmm. the right spot yeah and then, yeah. um, and you see on the screen that the probe is moving, mm-hmm. and then Shepard hits just the right spot. Yeah, and he starts to be able to do it. He can control his hands for once. He's it's crying. It's very emotional. And like, we're crying because he can do it. It worked. Yeah. He and took he, a risk. And he did not expect it to work. No, he was not hopeful in that situation at all it's amazing like it totally worked so um we get that kind of like relief and then derek and meredith and somebody else are wheeling mr levangi back yes to his they're en route once again not caring about what people around them are literally (laughs) yeah whoever that other person is just like hearing all their shit right because he's like derek's like i was trying to protect you and meredith's like don't do that and she said i got myself into this mess and you'll and he's he finishes her sentence <laughs> say you'll get yourself out yeah like you want yeah to get out? And, and she's she like don't know. treat me like crap or put me on surgeries when i haven't earned it like just treat right. me what's fair yeah and then yeah. at the end she's like sorry i called you a jackass yeah and he's like, <laughs> you didn't and she's like i did twice <laughs> <laughs> which is just sort of fun and playful yeah and, and they they kind of resolved it in that moment like yeah oh, yeah okay it's nice it's a good and mr levangi says blondie if you don't marry him i will yeah because he's so <laughs> grateful that dr shepherd did it and yeah it's great it's sweet. so then we get to izzy izzy is freaking out she <laughs> is rushing around her pager's going off Mr. Harper is going into distress. He is not okay. He is not okay. He has a clot, is what she is told by yep. the, the nurses. And then is he screaming to get Mrs. Harper out of there? Yeah, because she's yelling at her, like, what do you think you're doing? Or you don't know what you're doing or whatever. Yeah. And, and then they're like, the nurses are telling Izzy, no one's going to get there in time. But Izzy's never seen this procedure done. No, she's terrified. She doesn't know what she's doing. And that head nurse lady i yeah. don't know her name don't know either her name. but she's she's there often she yeah. has like dark red hair yeah she kind of talks her through like cut the the stitches before the staples or the staples before the stitches something like that but they're like 
you she's like you know izzy's like i never done this and they're like if you don't do it he's gonna die yeah and she gets her she's a glove size six yes and they're like putting the surgical gown on her and she's like just sort of deer in the headlights like oh my god freaking out but she's still doing it like she's she's still doing it she's still moving forward you're like she has to crack the chest which sounds fucking awful sounds terrifying she needs more suction the suction is not working yeah it is a huge clot and they can't get it well the lady yeah the nurse is like you have to get the clot out and i was like she fucking knows like she can't get it with the suction so she's like forget it i'm going in with my hands and she reaches into his chest grabs out the giant golf ball size it's blood clot. Huge. It's so big. And someone in the background makes that remark like, oh, look at that. <laughs> and yeah, then the nurse is like, you have to massage the heart, doctor. Massage the heart. She knows. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe she doesn't. I don't moment. know. But I don't just, know. The way she's talking to her is like, you have to get the clot out. It's like, obviously, that's what we're doing. Like, yeah. Yeah. So um, she massages the heart. And finally, the pulse. Yeah. His pulse yep. picks up again. Looks so like it's going to be okay. She's got it going again. It's a little more of a relief. When she is, like, taking the staples out, they're like, be careful it doesn't go into the chest cavity. Yeah, don't drop any of the staples in there. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> yeah. It's very tense. And also, Oof. they cut to a commercial right in the middle of that. Yeah. And I was like, obviously, it's Netflix. There's not commercials. But I was like, blah! <laughs> <laughs> Just black out for a second. Yeah. <laughs> Um, um, so now now we're back, back with Annie. Yeah, Annie's surgery. They're using more blood than they thought. They need to get the blood faster. They had already put in for the O negative or whatever. Yeah, they had prepped double the supply and they'd already gone through it. And um, Bailey is the one that keeps saying, like, mm-hmm. we need more blood. We need more blood. Yep. Maybe that's her responsibility to, like, keep track of yeah, that. Yeah, Derek comes in after his successful mm-hmm. procedure with Mr. Levine. Le- Le- Levine. Lavangi, Lavangi. Oh, I was thinking not Levine, Lavangi. Avril. Um, so Meredith comes in and says something about like the patient living. Why do like you have that? to go and make things so complicated, friends? Come on. Um, Alex comes into the observ- or Meredith comes into the observation deck and she's like something about the patient living like that. And Alex is like, dude, be careful what you say. Yeah, <laughs> she sits down next to Alex. Yeah, uh, he's kind of joking, yeah. like, oh, if you say these things, you're going to get in trouble just like me. Oh, right. PC culture. Yeah. Uh. And then they kind of make fun of George, and then Meredith's like, are you really a jerk like that? And then... You're really as shallow and callous as you seem. Alex is like, I'll take you all for a drink. We'll talk about my secret pain. <laughs> <laughs> does that does that line actually work for you? <laughs> and he says, sometimes. And she says, must be because you look like that. Yeah. Which is kind of like, oh. Like, she does think he looks good. She does think he looks good. And but um, she's seeing someone. Meredith's like, I'm seeing somebody. And then, like, maybe... But, and then Alex doesn't believe her. And then she's like, no, I am. Like, it's, she's kind of not sure either. <laughs> yeah, he says, if you, if you don't want to go out with me, just say it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she, she's kind of like, like, you don't yeah. have to lie and say, oh. I have a boyfriend. Yeah. You can just say, I don't want to go out with you. And Which is like, well, I don't want to go out with you then. <laughs> yeah. And then, um, um, so then Izzy comes into Annie's surgery and says she had to do a bedside sternotomy. And everyone go gasps audibly. Everybody every looks single up. person and is like, "What?" <laughs> and um, Boki is there. Yes, I know. <laughs> I know. I think Burke or Derek. Someone says like Boki's name towards the end of that yeah. scene. Like, and then Burke leaves to go work with the bedside sternotomy. Yes, he needs to go 
like, help with that situation, whatever just But happened. it just is so crazy. And then, yeah. so Izzy's back in the scrub room and Alex, yeah, Alex runs, down. runs down there as soon as he heard that. And he's yelling at her, why didn't you page me? You needed all the glory for yourself. Because that's what he would do. And then she's like, I have been paging you. I paid you 50 times. And he looks at, he looks at the pager and is like, oh, the oh, battery ran out. I forgot. I forgot to change the battery. I don't think he even takes that much responsibility. No, he does. He, he does? Says, he says, I forgot because he oh. noticed that when he was in the CT room. Yes. And he forgot to do anything like, about oh, it. Oh, I forgot. Yeah. And so she grabs it and she smashes his pager and like steps on it. Yeah. And she's just <laughs> like, hateful. jumps on it and screams at him. And yeah, she calls him hateful and a bunch Many of Many times. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I wrote, oh man, the battery, I forgot to change it. And then I wrote, no ownership or responsibility or apology. Like he's not no, like, and no, not no affected apology. you in any way. You know, it's just like, it's just like, oh, oh yeah, I forgot. I forgot. But then it's like, holy shit, this totally had an effect on her. Yeah. And, um, no, she had to go through this huge, stressful, horrible situation. And there's people not getting discharged. There's other people on the floor. Right. Like, all these other things that she had to deal with. Yeah. It was already stressful. So all the people in Annie's surgery can hear all this fighting happening, <laughs> which is kind of funny. Yeah. And Derek says something like, never don't know when it's Seattle Grace. And immediately, splat! The blood just... <laughs> yeah. It kind of like <laughs> explodes, which is kind of fun. Blurts out. Kind of fun, except it's not fun. Not fun. It's sad. Uh, and then she needs more blood, and they're waiting on blood, and Bailey's like, I didn't cut anything. It just blew. Yeah, she just came in with too much damage. Her, her, The walls of her heart were just too thin. Yep. And Derek can't, like, see what he's doing. He yeah. calls George by his first name. Yeah. Um, Alex saw this. He's running to go get the blood. Yep. At that moment. And then they're doing chest compressions. Um, very violent, like, Derek is really trying hard yeah. to resuscitate her. Yeah. He's putting a lot of effort into it. We briefly see Annie's mom in the waiting room. Just sitting there nicely, staring into space. Oh, so sad. It's very sad. Her sweet little mom. It's her little bun. Yeah. Yeah. And then they kind of all know it's over, but yeah, Derek is doing the chest compressions. Yeah, and he calls it. Um... And they're all just kind of hanging there still. He drops his glasses, and then yeah. Alex bursts in with the blood. Yeah, and it's like, he runs in, and it's just too late. I got it, and it's too late. And everybody kind of just walks out silently. Yeah, and you can see on his face, he feels that regret. Like, yeah. he feels yeah that He's, sort yeah. of deep sadness that he had not been letting himself feel beforehand. He'd been too defensive about it. Right, but yeah. But now it's like, oh. No. It was too late. Yeah. And, too um, late. And Meredith's face, too. Like, she, she's like, oh, she wait, like, we waited too long. Or she waited yeah. too long to come in. Waiting we, too long about making these decisions. Yep. I think George also has kind of that look on his face. Yeah. It's and like, there is oh. a voiceover about not wasting time. Yes. Yeah. Um... So then we see Burke, he's redoing the chest closure um, that Izzy had done. And yeah, she, you know, he says it's messy. And then she apologizes and he's like, don't, you saved his life. Yeah. Like, what a weird psychological play <laughs> to, like, insult her work so that she apologizes and then be like, it's fine, though. You, very, you saved him. Very Burkey. Yeah, it's very yeah. Burke. Yeah. And then, um,. Bailey and George come out to talk to Annie's mom. Oh, yeah. Bailey's talking to Annie's mom. 
George is looking on, so he's kind of having that moment of, oh, you can't wait too long. You can't Yep. let your moment pass you by. And he's standing, but um, Bailey sits down, like, mm-hmm. kind of kitty corner to her and, and talks with her on her level, which I thought was very kind. Yes. And then um, Meredith walks with Mr. Levangie. And then passes him to the daughter. Yeah, he's walking without shaking too much. Yeah. Passes him on to his daughter. It's a nice moment. It's yeah. like it actually just... He, he he's got, gonna walk her down the aisle. Yeah. She got what she wanted and he got what he was scared to get. And they also were like... At one point, Derek told him, like, there's a pretty small window to make this happen. Like... Yeah. Yeah. It's really good. Um, and then... Um, we see Christina kind of stretching out yep, from the surgery. Yep, she's in a long call room. She's stretching. She, it was a heavy tumor to yeah. hold on to for 14 hours. Like, yep. she was very tired. Yeah. And Burke comes point. in and joins her and is like, I'm not doing you any more favors. Christina's like, yeah, that wasn't a favor. You think you did me a favor? <laughs> like, I'm in pain here. Right. And, <laughs> and um, the patient died anyways. Right. Like, not for any good, kind of. Uh, and Burke yeah. wants to DTR, which is yeah, define the relationship. Yes. And yes. um, did that did that phrase come about? I imagine it coming about on um, Jersey Shore. Is that where it came from? Oh no way! We I used to like say that in high school. From like yeah, I thought it was like Christianese. No, like DTR. I remember. I think I first heard it on like a Jersey Shore. Really? Episode or ad or something. I never watched Jersey Shore that much, though. But I've seen parts of it, and I remember that. I relate it to that show specifically. Okay, I always thought it was, like, from high I mean, I'm sure it. I'm sure it originated outside of TV culture before then, but I feel like that was... So, nothing on Urban Dictionary is tying it. It doesn't say, like, the origin is from... Yeah. Jersey Shore. Um, but that doesn't mean it wasn't, I don't know. I don't know, that's just what I relate it to for some reason. Hmm. Yeah, I always thought of it as like a Christians and youth group dating in high school kind of a thing, but I don't think it is. I mean, it was after my youth group time, my youth group age. It came about while I was youth group age. Yeah. In like 2008. Yeah. So. Which is when I was graduating from high school. Yeah. So, um. <laughs> anyway, um, so Christina doesn't want him to be the guy that needs a definition. Like you, you want to be that guy. Like she kind of shades him for it. And yeah. You can see like his like there's that flash of insecurity. He's hurt for just a second. Yeah. There's there's that sharp contrast sort of of the Meredith and Derek situation yeah. versus the Christina and Burke situation. Right. They're very different. Like, they're handling the same sort of situation very differently. Um, But Burke, he wants to reclaim his power. Yep. And he he likes to be the one in charge. He likes to be the one, the top dog. Yep. And he doesn't feel that way in the moment. And then he just kind of tells her to lock the door. Lock the door. Even though he's standing and she's already sitting on the bed, he tells her to lock the door. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that works. Like, that works. Th- yeah. That works for him. That works yeah. for her. Like, yeah. It worked in the moment. Yep. Yes. Totally. Uh, Speaks to some larger issues, but it worked. Fair. <laughs> fair. <laughs> um, so then we see George and Alex, and they're like, have you seen Meredith? And um, 
Yeah, Alex. George. George is asking, "Where's Meredith?" And Alex is like, "Dude, she's off the market." Like, I Why heard she's seeing someone. Yeah, and George is like, "Well, we're just friends." Like, it's like, no, but she's not seeing someone because I because I know because we're roommates. friends. We're roommates. I would know. I would know if she was seeing someone. I did kind of like though that like Alex is sort of looking out. And is like, yeah, dude, she's bit. seeing somebody, like, yeah, kind of also like, well, I can't have her, you can't have her, she's seeing somebody, <laughs> but it, whatever. Yeah. Um, I don't know if Alex really ever specifically wanted Meredith, though. Like, he kind of wants everyone to want him. Yes. But yeah, it was no, never I agree. the same sort of situation as George and Meredith. Like, George immediately was attracted to her. And maybe that's just how he sees anybody yeah. asking about a friend. Is like, oh, are they here? Are they coming? And then he's yeah. like, they're seeing somebody. <laughs> like, you must be romantically interested. I'm here but to save no, you. But no, no. Everyone knows that George is into Meredith. Fair. And fair. He, he's been trying for a long time. He's like, dude, all the time. Yeah, that's fair. That's no. true. No. <laughs> um, so then when they're back at home, uh, George brings some beer and some glasses. He's got two beers and glasses. He's still carrying too much to Meredith at the store. Yeah. But the door was kind of open. Luckily, the door was cracked open, though, so he didn't spill anything at the <laughs> Dummy. <laughs> and um, the bed is messy, and she's not there. I love that she didn't make her bed. Yeah. In the morning. I really liked that. Like, yeah. Because you almost expect the bed to be made like, oh, she hasn't been here today. Yeah. Like, that's sort of the thing yeah. in shows. Yeah. It's like, no, she just, she got out of bed late. She didn't make her bed. Yeah. And she has a continuation of this. Yep. Like, she just hasn't been back. Maybe if she was back, she would have made the bed. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. oh, no, she's somewhere she's else in the house. She's still gone, yeah. <laughs> and then it's kind of a, like, knowing is better than wondering. Yes. Kind of a moment. Yeah. Um, yeah. So then he maybe kind of knows now she is seeing someone. Like she's really not home, so she must be it's with somebody. It's raining. It's in raining. Seattle, and Meredith's waiting in the rain outside the hospital doors in her turtleneck. Yes. And uh, he's like, I know this place for ferry boat views. She says that. Oh, yeah. she does? Yes. Yes. So oh. she's waiting for Derek. Derek walks out. She says that she she knows this place where that has a great view of the ferry boats. Nice. And she pulls out the bottle of wine out of her bag, like, look, check we it go, out. We could go to this little overlook wherever it is. Yeah. And he he says, Oh, I have a thing for ferry boats. That's nice. And I she, miss that. And she says, I remember. That's cute. Also, why the shit is she standing there without an umbrella? I don't know if she's actually in the rain. I think maybe she's under, like, an awning or something. Her hair is getting very wet. It's, like, misting onto her. I just think (laughs) if you lived there, you would invest in a very good umbrella. Maybe she just timed it really well where he was going to be walking out that second. And she just stood there waiting instead of walking with him. Or she was slightly left before him. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, oh, he's walking this way. Let's walk outside the doors quick. Yeah. I don't know. Um, and then their thing is kind of like the worst mistake beats not trying. Yes. Even the worst, most intractable mistake beats the hell out of trying. Or out of not trying. Out of not trying. Yes. <laughs> I didn't write the not, apparently. I wrote down everything else. Yeah. Not the not. Intractable. Yeah. What's that? Intractable. Like you can't take it away. Like you, oh. or you can't change your mind last minute. Okay. Like retracting. It's, it's intracting. Yeah. You can't. Okay. You can't. Interesting. Yes. I, I don't know that word, so I'm glad you knew. 
Yeah. Well, she said it. <laughs> she did say it. That's true. Um, yeah. I don't know. What do you think about that? The worst mistake beats not trying? Yeah. Well, it's like having regrets of things that you don't do because you don't know how it's going to turn out. Yeah. You know, so maybe it'll end up as a mistake, but if you don't do it, then you might have the regret of not trying that whole time. Is that worse than the worst mistake, though? I think it depends, because you don't know if you're going to make the worst mistake. Right. I think it's it's an educated sort of decision yeah. making. Well, and the thing is, you can either do something or not do it. You can't do both. Right. So it's like, maybe it does those turn out pros and cons. the worst. Yeah. But she's saying, you know, the pain of that is better than the pain of not trying. Like, the pain. So... Like living with regret the rest of your life or having this awful mistake, but then you live after it without that. Yeah. Not knowing. Yeah. You know, it just depends. It's an I interesting think. concept. I think the worst, most intractable mistake might outweigh other things. Having but... just never done it. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it might. It just kind of depends. Yeah. Sorry, I had to sip wine in the middle of that. <laughs> um, well, like if Annie had come in earlier, mm-hmm. you know, she maybe she could have lived longer. Maybe she could have ended up with Alex at some point. <laughs> <laughs> so what was you know? her worst, most intractable mistake was waiting? Yeah. Yeah. And so that ended up It was up being not worse. seizing the day to yeah. come in. Yeah. Which is kind of like... George not immediately telling Meredith how he felt. But then, okay, so then Annie not doing anything is her just dying at home with the tumor, right? Yeah. So is that worse than the way it went down because she got, like, insulted and... I think it would be about maybe the same. I mean, it ended up the same. Right. The results are the same. she could have... It was more her mother's decision to actually bring her in. It was. It was. If it would have been just her... Yeah. Nothing would have happened. Yeah. Right, and I, you know, I see that with George too. It's like if he just never did anything, yeah, then would that be worse than getting turned down, or you know, whatever is the worst right. mistake, or I don't know. Well, how the situation ends up turning out, he probably <laughs> should have just told her right away how he felt, right? But and everything would have been better for him and everyone else yeah. watching. But it's that thing that Christina <laughs> said. It's like you should have done it a year ago. It's like, but you can't go back. Right. You can't exactly do it a year ago. But a year from now, what will the thing be the that thing you're be? putting off? Yes. That that's the You only live once. It is those yes. things. It's not a Drake song. I don't know, is it? I think it yeah. is. Yellow. I'm pretty sure it's Drake. God, I feel old. Kiddos out there. Let Children's us know. Tell us, old folks, us old fogies, <laughs> what the shizzle is. <laughs> you can find us at shadesofgrayspod at gmail.com if you want to tell us Drake things or any other things. Um, Only nice things. Yeah, don't tell us mean stuff. Yeah. And then also we're on Instagram at shadesofgrayspod. Grays with an E, just like Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, Um, (laughs) because that's what it is, you know. Yeah. Um, Okay, cool. I think we're good. We talked to Brooks Brothers. We talked to... Hey, Brooks Brothers. Thanks for (laughs) joining in. Thanks for sticking around. Uh, Don't wait 
for things that you can do today. I mean, live your life. But, you know, you wait. You can. You'll just have to reap the consequences. Right. Just weigh, weigh it. Yeah. In your mind, what is going to be better for your sanity and, yeah, future you would like that? Probably. I yeah. don't know you. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. I don't know future me yet. Yeah. Same yeah. It's like doing skincare and um, preventative. Drinking things. enough water so you don't feel like crap later. Yes. Cool. Well, uh, we love you guys and thanks for listening in and uh, we'll catch you next week. Bye, intern. Bye. Bye.